What is up? Tyson Kazare here with the Video Game Composer Podcast, sharing tips, strategies, and stories to help you on your road to becoming a full-time video game music composer. Okay, today's episode, I want to talk about how to get your game career off to a really strong start, how to really get it rolling in 2024. And I want to release this episode now because I've been having a lot of conversations recently and getting a lot of questions from people that want to get into the the game industry, the game composing industry. And I've been getting a lot of questions like, how do I know if my music's good enough? What kind of games would my music fit? How do I rise above the noise? How do I meet people? And so I want to share three tips that I think will really help you to cut through and get a strong start to your game composing career this year, or to help it progress forward more this year. And also in that vein, I want to share with you that I'm currently working on a free course. I, I'm calling it the start course. And it's based off of the first few episodes of this podcast, which are all about how I got started in the game industry and general best practices for getting your career off to a strong start. If this is something that interests you, you can join the waitlist by going to the Video Game Composer HQ, as in headquarters.com slash start. Again, that's the Video Game Composer HQ.com slash start. You can join the waitlist, and as soon as the course is released, hopefully later this month, at the end of February 2024, as soon as that course is released, you will be emailed, you'll be given instant access. And again, that course is totally free and it's just a more hands-on approach. It's giving you more resources to help you get your career off to a strong start. So in addition to that free course, I want to share with you three tips that you can start doing right now today that you can do this year to get your composing career off to a good start. So let's get into it. So the three things to focus on this year to help really build your career and boost your career are number one, sharing your work, number two, creating your team, and number three, tracking your metrics. Now, if you were like, whoa, 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 wait, hold a minute, hold the phone here, Tyson. Track my metrics, build my team. What are you talking about? I am just getting started. I'm not going to have a team of employees. Just bear with me. That's not really what I'm talking about. Hear me out. These are three really powerful tools, and I think that they can make a huge difference for you this year. The first thing I think is important for success in 2024 is getting your music out there. Now, what I mean by getting your music out there is by composing and producing music, bouncing that music from your DAW, making an MP3 file, making a web, oh, a wave file, and letting other people hear it. I recommend committing to some sort of music composition and production schedule where you are creating finished tracks and posting them on a regular schedule. To me, this is important for at least two reasons. One, it will help you to push yourself. If you know that you've got to post a track on a regular basis, you're going to push yourself to finish those tracks. You're also going to develop more focus so that you can get those tracks done. You're going to learn how to write faster. You're going to improve the quality of your work while on a deadline. You are going to be stretched and pulled and you're going to grow in so many positive ways. And these are all things you need as a professional composer. You need to be able to write really great and really fast. You need to be able to work on a deadline. You need to be able to really focus and 
just make things happen and get things done. This is going to help you start to do that now. But wait, Tyson, my music's not ready yet. I'm not ready to post my music. I'm not ready to put my music out there into the world. What if my music isn't good enough and people hear it and I get blacklisted from the industry because my music isn't any good and no one will want to hire me and all that. Listen, I understand I've had a lot of thoughts like this early on, and fortunately, I didn't listen to these thoughts. And I'm not saying that you can't have these concerns, but I do want to share with you some observations that I have made that have been really helpful to me. I've talked to a lot of people who are struggling to get their game composing careers off the ground or have never scored for a game before share these kind of thoughts and these kind of ideas and feelings. I'm not ready yet. I'm going to work on my music longer. I'm going to wait. I'm not going to post yet. I'm not going to get my music out there yet. I'm not ready. It's not ready. Things aren't ready. I'm going to work a little longer. But I've never heard a professional composer who's in the industry talk about those same ideas. I haven't heard them say that they just waited and they worked for a long time to perfect things before they posted music. I haven't heard them talk like that. And so I would just say to you, which group do you want to be in? Do you want to be in the group that hasn't worked on a game yet and is struggling to get their career off the ground? Or do you want to be in the group that has worked on games and is successful in games and has a thriving career? Whichever group you want to be on, I would encourage you to adopt the vocabulary and the mindsets of that group. Because if you can do that, you will naturally move into that group over time. Here's a great example, Ryan Ike. Ryan Ike is an amazing composer and a few episodes from now, you will hear an interview from him. I will be releasing an interview I did with him in a few weeks. And he is an awesome composer. Most notably, most recently, he has done the music for the game Wizard with a Gun. And what he did to get his career off the ground is he just started writing a track every week. And he made a rule for himself that he had to post the track every week. I think it was on a Wednesday. Every Wednesday, he would post a track. So in the mornings, he would get up and he would just start working on his track. And he'd work on it every day. Every Wednesday, he's posting that track. Reason number two for posting your music regularly is that it gets you in the game. If you've listened to early episodes of this podcast, you might be familiar with my story where I wanted to be a composer for years and I talked about it and I identified as a composer, but I wasn't actually composing music that regularly. And by committing to a regular schedule, you will actually be doing the thing. It gives you momentum. It helps you to become better. It just gives you this extra level of power. It forces you to do it. You get it done. It's just, it's such a strong step. Please post your music. That's my invitation to you. That's invitation number one is post your music. What it might look like is this. Maybe commit to a regular schedule of posting your music once a week. So you could say, I'm going to post a one minute track once a week. If you want to move faster, if you really want to work on busting out tracks super fast, you could commit to posting a track every day. I did that for a short time and I picked a shorter amount of music. So maybe it was like 30 seconds or 20 seconds uh, or a certain number of measures. I'm going to produce eight measures of music a day, but just some sort of regular schedule where you are posting music. If you want to be more of an orchestral composer like an Austin Wintory, 
maybe you want to stick with the once a week thing and you're going to do a shorter cue. Okay. I'm going to do eight measures of orchestral music once a week. Or maybe if you are more, have more of a songwriter background, like a Darren Korb, then maybe you could be like, okay, yeah, I'm going to write a song a day, or I'm going to write a full three to four minute song a week, uh, instead of an eight, an orchestral eight measures once a week. So that's kind of up to you, but I would pick some sort of regular music production and posting schedule that you are going to relentlessly hold yourself accountable to and do. The second area to focus on to get career success this year is by creating your team. Now, your team is a network of people that support you and can help you get to where you want to go. So a spouse, friends, siblings, parents, they definitely can be supportive to you, but I'm going to focus on people that can also help you get to where you want to go. So we're going to be talking more about professional circles in this section today. So the best team members are people that believe in you more than you believe in yourself or who see greater potential for your life than you may see for yourself. These are people like mentors, peers, and even clients. Here are some ideas of what a team could look like. A team could be mentors, whether it's official or unofficial. Mentors are people that you reach out to that are further ahead in their careers than you are. You ask them for advice, they give you tips, they give you pointers, they help you out. These are mentors. I have benefited so much from mentors over the year. From the very beginning of me building my career, I've been reaching out to people and asking questions. And I think this has really helped to, to fast track my career and to get me a lot more success early on than I otherwise would have had. So mentors is a really great, mentors are really great people to have on your team. Another way that your team could look or a team could manifest itself is through masterminds, having a group of peers that you meet regularly with maybe once a week or once a month and you talk about how your careers are going. I, I formed a mastermind a couple of years ago and it was so helpful. Um, it was great to just become friends with all of these guys, but also to hear their insights and you know, they could see maybe blind spots that I didn't see. Masterminds were hugely, hugely helpful. Another thing is to have is to be part of online groups like Facebook groups or discord groups where you can ask questions, you can get feedback on your music. These are another, these are other great avenues for building up a strong team of people around you. Another really powerful tool of building strong team members around you is to create your own group, create your own network, create your own event. When I was a young guitar teacher just out of college and trying to support my family, I was teaching a lot of guitar students and I was teaching a lot of people the same things. And I thought, hey, how cool would it be to have like a guitar convention where I can teach a lot of people these same things all at once? And that's kind of what sparked the idea. And I promoted and created this guitar convention. And it was so cool. I met so many amazing people. And because I was the one creating this convention, I became kind of an, an authority and I all of a sudden started rubbing elbows with a higher class of guitarists. I was meeting these, these like really professional guitar players just started coming out of the woodwork and they were coming to me and they wanted to know things from me because I was organizing this event. They wanted to be involved. I met, I met the guy that uh, designed the acoustic guitar line for PRS guitars, which is a major guitar company. 
uh, he just lived like 20 minutes away, kind of out in the, out in the boonies. I was like, wow, all sorts of people are coming out of the woodwork. Uh, I also have a friend that I met at GDC who lived in an area that didn't really have a game audio scene. So he created a game audio convention and Tom Salta came to it as a guest and he had all these big names there and he just created this big event and he created a community. Now you don't have to go all out and create an event, but what if you create a a Discord community in the local area where you live and you start hosting meetups and you meet up at like a bar and grill or you meet up at a park and you just start hosting meetups and all of a sudden you are the one that is creating this community. That is a great way to build up a team around you. That is such a powerful, powerful tool and not a lot of people do it. So if you are seeing a need somewhere in your area or in your career, you can build up a community around it and that is so powerful. Third is tracking your metrics. This last idea is something that I've done on and off over the years to varying degrees, but I've never really thought much about it. But recently I keep hearing about it. I keep hearing different people like Tony Robbins, Alex Hormozzi, people that I really look up to. They've been talking a lot about numbers and how the more numbers you track, the higher the quality of your metrics and your tracking, then the faster your road to success and the faster you can grow. As I'm researching this idea more and more, and as I'm reflecting back on times in my own life, when I've really tracked a lot of my numbers and a lot of my different metrics, I'm realizing just how powerful this whole idea is. Let me give you one example. Let's say that you want to compose faster. You want to become a faster composer so that you can take on more work, so you can be more valuable, yada, 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 yada. So you compose a track one week and then you compose a track another week. And then the third week you're like, okay, I'm going to try to get faster. And you compose a track again and it takes you all week every time. Well, if you're not really tracking anything, you don't really know if you're getting any faster. Maybe you have a vague idea. Maybe you're like, I feel like I got a little faster. So finally you're like, okay, I've spent three weeks trying to get faster, but I have no idea if, I'm gonna, if I've gotten faster. So I'm gonna time myself every time I compose. Okay, this is better. Now you're tracking one metric. You're tracking beginning to end. How long did it take me to compose this track? So Monday you start composing, boom, you hit the timer. As soon as you finish, you stop. And every day you do that until the track is finished. So at the end of the week, you finished a track and you add up all the time and you're like, holy smokes, that took me 15 hours over the course of the week. I spent an average of three hours a day. Well, that's great. Now you have something that you've measured and you can try to cut that down. So the next week you try to go a little bit faster and you time yourself and you add up the time. You're like, sweet, I got it in 14 hours and 45 minutes. So because you tracked it, you were able to improve it. Well, let's take that another level deeper. Let's say that you actually broke down your whole composition process into steps. So you have the, the conceptualizing step where you imagine what the track is going to sound like. And then you have the planning step where you plan out the song form and the key and the time signature and all that sort of stuff. And then you, the next step is maybe you, you spend some time writing out some motifs uh, or you write out some chord progressions and then you open up your template uh, or you open up the DAW and you start writing music. And then, so you've broken everything down into its process. Okay. You 
put out the, the chords for the entire song, then you record the entire melody, then you start orchestrating it out, and then you do the panning, and you do the automation, and you mix it, and you bounce it. So because uh, you have this process broken down, you can now time each one of those separate little processes. And then you can look at what areas are taking up the most time. So let's say you track all of those different metrics and you see, holy cow, I'm spending four hours and 15 minutes a week searching for the right sounds, clicking through, clicking through synth patches, tweaking synths, moving knobs around, going on YouTube, watching these long tutorials to try to get the sound right. And you're totally surprised to see, wow, I'm spending almost a third of my time just trying to find the right sounds. So then you take a Saturday and you go into your old tracks and you save the presets that you've made and that you've found. And then you put those into your template and you just say, okay, these are the sounds that I'm going to use. I'm not going to be searching for other sounds. So then the next week you get to work and because you have those sounds already put into your template, you've now shaved 14, four hours and 15 minutes off of your time. So now you're at 10 hours and 45 minutes per track instead of 15 hours per track. Holy smokes, you just got way faster at writing. That is so valuable. And so by having more metrics that you track, you can look and be more strategic about your skills and you can really fine tune things. Let's take it one more level deeper. Let's say that you're producing a track each week and you're posting it, but you're also getting feedback on those tracks and you're recording your feedback. So that's more metrics. You're getting feedback and you're recording what kind of feedback you get. And you look at your numbers and you see, okay, I'm getting, uh, I'm getting, uh, 15% of the feedback I'm getting is about the quality of my composition. Another 15% is about, um, how I develop my motifs and uh, 20% of my feedback is about like my panning and how I'm panning stuff. But 50% of the feedback I'm getting is about my EQ and how much my EQing needs work. So then you could focus on EQing for the next several weeks as you do your tracks. So you're working on getting them faster, but you're really, and you're really trying to get the music and the composition side done faster so you can focus more time on EQ. And then you're posting those tracks and you're getting feedback and because you focused so much on EQ, now you're getting people saying how great your EQ is. And so now you've not only improved the speed of your composing, but because you've been tracking the quality and you've been tracking your feedback, you also know, okay, now I'm getting feedback on my EQ about 10% of the time and people are focusing on these other areas. So I've really improved my EQ. Now I'm going to start focusing on my my motivic development or whatever it is that you may be getting feedback on. So that's just one example of how tracking more metrics can help you to improve faster and help you to improve. Wow, Tyson, that sounds like a lot of work. And yeah, it is a lot of work, but it's something that you can build up to. You can start just like the example I gave. You can start just timing how long it takes you to do a track in general. You can start tracking in general how many networking events you're going to or how many days you reach out to people online. And then as time goes on, you can get more specific. Okay, how many people am I reaching out to each day? Okay, how many people am I engaging in conversation with? Okay, I'm 
I'm reaching out to this number of people and this number of people are messaging me back and this number of people I'm actually able to move the conversation forward and this amount of people, yada, 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 yada. This amount of people are giving me their business card and I'm reaching out to this many people after they give me their business card. I'm following up with this number of people. So it's something that you can build in, build up to start tracking some metrics. And then as you get good at that, you track more and you track more and you track more. So for building your business this year, number one, share your work. Number two, create a team around you. And number three, track your metrics for optimal growth. The more you track, the more you will get back. And if you're looking for more help getting your career off the ground, getting your composition career started, join the waitlist for my Start Your Composing Career course at the Video Game Composer HQ, as in headquarters.com slash start. Again, that's the Video Game Composer HQ.com slash start. The course is totally free. Join the waitlist. And when the course comes out, you will be automatically added and given access. I hope this stuff has been valuable to you. I hope this helps. And as always, go out and make it happen. 